Welcome to Money's a Mitch podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Well, there you are. I'm so glad you're here. So glad you're taking time and investing time into you. And if you've stumbled across this podcast, welcome. My name is Mitch Newman. My intention and commitment is to inspire uh, others to lead at a higher level of consciousness, which translates to being more present and aware to the entire person that you may be leading, which means you first start with being present to you as an entire person and allow yourself the dignity and process of your own experience. And as a result, through that grace, allowing that for others and really leading at a level that isn't necessarily the beliefs that perhaps that we've carried about what leadership looks like, that we're going to kind of turn this upside down, sideways, mix it up, repurpose it, and think of it as the simple fact that you get up every day and function, regardless of whether or not you are thrilled with the way you, <laughs> you may function, but that the simple fact that you get up and, and function quote-unquote function every day, means that you're a leader. You're actually leading yourself. And there's always the opportunity through the practice and experience of learning and leading yourself better. And if you're then inspired, then to potentially lead other people. So I want to talk a little bit today about we're in this moment because the today that you're listening to it is not my today <laughs> in recording it. But what I really want to zero in on is just something I, I, I always get triggered in a good way on topics and things to talk about when I notice there's a pattern of questions that I get asked from different people who have no relationship to each other. And I find it fascinating how that all happens because it really points me in directions like, oh, I need to talk about this. Oh, I need to talk about this. And that's really what it comes down to for me is tapping into what I feel is part of the collective consciousness of what it is that people are going through every day. What is it that people are thinking about every day? And when something is up for healing, when something is up to um, challenge us to go to that next level, it's often a challenge for a lot of people. And that when we do heal something, and transform something, that we do it collectively, that it, it inspires other people as well. And then perhaps whatever we were holding on to that wasn't working anymore may be of service to someone who needs to go through that process themselves to discover 
ultimately that there's better waiting for them out there. So the question or the thematic that I've been getting all week has been around, well, what do I do if I can't get someone to, or how do I move someone if they don't? And it's just whatever that <laughs> ending of that question is, is, is basically I've been operating with the assumption that as a leader, that somehow it's my responsibility to move people and really manipulate people when they don't want to be moved or they're stuck. That's my job. That's my job as a leader. And I don't really adhere to that belief. I believe that we have the opportunity to discover within people what, what motivates them, what inspires them, what moves them. But the actual movement must come from the person. I often tell people, you can't push a rope. I'm only as effective as a leader, as a coach, as a mentor, as a wisdom sharer, keeper, whatever you want to call it, as people are willing to receive it. And if they're not willing to receive it and they're not open to it, I'm not very good at what I do. I also learned very early on in my coaching career through trial was that it's ultimately not my responsibility to move someone who doesn't want to be moved, who's holding a position for whatever reason. They're still working with some belief about themselves or the situation that they're still working through, and that's okay. And... I literally have, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, I've literally fired a couple clients because there was no movement. There was no response to any of the questions that I was asking. There was no uh, willingness or desire to be inspired. One client literally all of a sudden out of nowhere came in, would see me and sit there with his arms folded across his chest and not say anything. And early on, I was, oh, what do I say? What do I do? I mean, this I, this was going so well. Where did I mess up? Where did I go wrong? I literally put it on myself. And I kept asking for assistance, you know, my own guides and things that inspire me. And I would try this and nothing would happen. Nothing would move. And I'd try that and nothing would happen. And then finally, I think, I don't know if it was the second week or the third week, but it didn't go more than three weeks of, this client coming in and sitting in my office with his arms folded across his chest says, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to let you go. <laughs> First was like, well, excuse me? I go, yeah. I said, I I'm not a therapist. I, I don't sit here and look at the clock and know that we have 50 minutes to talk about whatever we talk about, to sit in silence if we want to sit in silence. You're the driver, right? I'm a coach. My goal is to move you down the field to win at some bigger level because you want to and because you're willing to. But it's not my job to sit there to try and make you talk. And once I was able to really move into a place of forgiving myself for that, that it wasn't my responsibility and let that go. And he was stunned. 
well, I'm paying you. I go, well, I, I would be out of integrity to keep taking your money. We're not doing anything here. This isn't the role that I took on. If you want to, I'm sure you could find a therapist who would be open to sitting there and in silence and not talking for 50 minutes. That's not how I work. I'd be out of integrity. My goal was to inspire you because you're inspired to want to do something. And so we can work together at this and co-create together. And then you go take action in the world and you improve the quality of your life. And then you think I did something when it was actually you did it. So the key here in all of this is the person has to be willing to do it. When they weren't willing to do it, I, I literally had to let myself go. I literally had to fire myself and I was okay with it. And they were stunned, but that was it. I never, I never saw the person again. That's not, that's not the role of leadership. So when people call me or people ask me questions and they want to know what is it that I have to do or what should I be telling somebody or how do I get them to do something, I go, they don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. How do you sit there and try and move people and inspire people if they don't want to do it? They're not interested. It's over. The conversation's over. All you can do is ask certain questions and ask those questions in a way that, that, that potentially triggers them to have a response, to find out what their why is, to reconnect them to why they want to do this. Why do you want to be a part of this? And work from that place. And what is your vision that you've been holding for yourself? Let's go over that again. And here's historically what we've learned over time, that people who want to move this direction or that direction, here are some of the things that they need to do. Is, is this something that you're willing to do? Of these five things, are you willing to commit to any one or two or three of them, at least in the process of achieving the outcome that you're seeking? And if they are not, then for now, for that moment, that experience, that connection is done. And that's okay. That's not a crime and it's not on you. I'm not, you know, <laughs> I said one time to somebody, well, you can't push a rope. They go, wait, you, you really can't push a rope. I go, no, you can't. <laughs> can't move somebody who doesn't want to be moved. So learning that all you can do is all you can do, knowing that you've asked powerful questions, knowing that you've talk to them about their vision, about their why, about all of those things that you know were important to them. Hey, I know that your outcome was X and Y, and it seems like we've fallen off here. Is it something you want to get back up and do? And sometimes they go, well, then people say, well, what if they don't know? What if they don't know ultimately what their outcome of their vision is, their why is? I said, well, that's a question that you missed asking in the beginning of the relationship. <laughs> so that you had some target that everybody was shooting for. You had some uh, uh, guiding light that allowed you to see, okay, this is where we're going. Okay, cool. So now, can someone lose their vision during a situation? Absolutely. Can it change and they don't know what it is? Absolutely. And are there questions and ways that we can have conversations with people to re-engage them? Absolutely. And if they're not willing to do something, they're not willing to do something. It's not, this is not a game of manipulation. Leadership is not a game of manipulation. How do I get people to do what I want? 
Leadership is not about you. It's about other people. It's about inspiring that next person who ultimately then wants to get up and lead, potentially lead other people as well. So you have to find within you a peacefulness and a calm and an understanding that you're not going to be that person, right, who thinks that I'm a leader. I have to be able to do this. I have to be able to get people to do this. No, you don't. You don't. Remember, leading other people starts with leading yourself. So chances are if somebody is not willing to be led, chances are they're not leading themselves. And that's where it starts. So if there's any conversation to be had, it's, it's well, in what ways are you leading yourself? What does your day look like? What is it that you get up and do every day? Or what were you doing that you're no longer doing? There's clues there too. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's what people get. They go, well, what do people say when I, they always go, I don't know. I go, because they don't know. (laughs) You can't make somebody know. You can say, well, I'm wondering if you're thinking this, and they can say yes, or they can say no, or they can say I don't know again. But at some point, you have to be willing to take your foot off their accelerator. You have to take your foot off their accelerator and say, listen, I love you. I care about you. I'm here for you. I want us to be able to grow together, do this together, whatever it is that the original outcome or intention was. For whatever reason, that's not happening right now. It sounds like you maybe need some time or some space or whatever it is. I'm here. I'm going to periodically check back in on you to see what I can do at any point in time to support. If you have any ideas or if I, you know, I'd love to hear from you. And if anything comes forward, please, please, please reach out to me. And if I get any thoughts or ideas that I think are worthwhile or potentially valuable, would it be okay if I share them with you? They're not going to say no. And then you go about your business and you look for the people who are ready to be led, who want to lead themselves and potentially lead other people. Yeah, but Mitch, there's such this person, man, if they could just, if they could only see it, then I'm like, all right, here we go. Back to Mitch's and 101. You fall in love with somebody's potential, you reveal part of yourself that doubts your own. You don't need to, to go there. You don't need to focus on that. What you need to focus on and what you need to do, what you need to be a part of, is seeking out those people who are willing to be led. Seeking out the people who you've worked with and you've had conversations with in the beginning. Like, hey, what's your vision? Why do you want to do this? Why is this so important to you? Because what you're doing is you're anchoring someone into why they're pursuing something and what is the outcome that they want to achieve. And you're letting them know in the beginning, well, here are the things historically that people who want this type of outcome are willing to do. Is this what you're willing to do? What are you willing to do? (laughs) Let's agree on that. Let's work on it together and let's go. And so the understanding is, is at any point in time, something may shift. That's okay. You can come back to it. But a lot of times people enter, enter into relationships with other people and they don't have those important questions in the beginning. 
person just goes, yeah, I'm excited. Let's, I want to do this project with you. And yeah, oh, great. Yeah. And what you're doing is you're feeding off of their enthusiasm, but you might be missing out on their experience. Have they ever done this before? <laughs> have they, do they have any kind of a track record that for them resembles success in this particular area? What are the strengths that they actually bring to the table to be able to do this? See, we're so unwilling. We get so excited when we have somebody who's interested and exciting and, and willing to be led. We become so enamored with that. That we don't think, let me just take five, maybe ten minutes more. And let me just ask some really powerful, empowering questions on the front end to make sure that this is the right fit. To make sure that this is the right relationship. To make sure that even though there's no guarantee that there's a greater likelihood of success here based upon the answers to these questions. That not only do these questions help me decide, is this the best place to invest my time and energy, but is this the best place for this other person to do the same? It's all well and good to talk about what you want. It's all well and good to talk about that you want, we, you know, we, we, you, you, I want this too. Yeah, I want that. I need this. Oh, yeah. It's all well and good. But the question ultimately comes down to what are you willing to do? And to what extent are you willing to participate in that process, both from an inside game and an outside game? Have those conversations up front. We go a lot further. So remember, the key is to discover what it is that moves people. Not ways in which we can manipulate others. You can't inspire leadership in other people if you're doing all the leading. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive. 